Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Michael Daily Reflection, another stream of my consciousness. Today is April 15, 2023. It is a Saturday morning. Um, yeah, I had a pretty good uh, start for the day. Feeling pretty good. So, just decided to get an episode out. Yeah, having some inspiration as well. Episode 264, Passions Like the First Half. This idea is inspired by the movie Inside Out that um, we watched yesterday. And uh, also revolve around, I guess, relationships. And how do we maintain these passions just like the first time that we have it or even better like even stronger passion or love for a particular relationships uh, yeah talking about passions and the idea of feelings emotion that we feel is not really under our direct control like how we would think so, with that ideas in mind, let's come back to the movie Inside Out. Um, this is a movie that I watched a long time ago um, and was basically blown away by the meaning behind it. Um, so yesterday we decided to watch it again for the second time, and I gotta say, it's yeah, it's, it really lived up to expectations in terms of meanings, but also there are hidden layers of details that we, or I didn't really recognize before. It was, yeah, in the book, 21 Lesson for the 21st Century, uh, Yuval also mentioned this movie, um, how it become popular, but it, in a sense, very groundbreaking in, in the concept that it introduced to the mass uh, market uh, the idea that humans are not in control of our emotions but it just affect different factors within our brain you know like the the joy the emotion the sadness the anger um, those are, are the, the characters that play how that control how a person would react to a certain situation that is the concept in the movie Inside Out, but actually in reality, um, it's a little bit different, but it's the same idea, is that humans have no control in our own emotions, but rather uh, a combination of like hormones, uh, dopamines, like all these chemicals running in our body, in our brain, like serotonin for happiness, uh, oxytocin, you know, all these dopamines and, and, and all these chemicals influence how we feel. And it's, it, it, it is a groundbreaking idea because of that. Um, it, it's really give us a better, a deeper layer of understanding into how we operate. Um, you know, we're not in control all the time. And um, recently I listened to a podcast about um, the brain, right? And the concept of there's no bad human, there's just bad brain, 
like someone behaving or having some mental illness, like quote unquote, it's just because they lack a certain stuff in their brain uh, or, or have some issue with their brain. Um, one, one of the example was that uh, one kid was just being very violent and uh, after being get his brain scanned, they found out he has like a cyst in a region of the brain that affect, I guess, yeah, just affect his 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 perception or his his feeling towards something. So he get angry all the time because of that little cyst inside his brain, and it's just scary. It's scary to think about it that way. But it's also open up a new. A whole new possibility of how we can improve our quality of life. It's just the brain is a very important organ, and uh, yeah, it needed to have chemicals uh, or have uh, a balanced environment, right? And not just the brain, of course, but uh, I guess we're talking about feelings and, and passions and all these things. Uh, so it's more related to the brain, and. Um, yeah, I can probably get more into this, uh, the details. Um, some of the things that I learned is, um, like, sleep is also very important for the brain, right? Um, it's, it's like, when you sleep, they scan the brain, and they see certain fluid go to the brain at night, and basically do, like, a cleaning of uh, some of the protein or some of whatever on the brain. It's like a garbage cleaning. They clean it out so the next day the brain the brain starts fresh. Um, yeah, and if you don't sleep well, it's basically garbage accumulated in your brain. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. But such discovery is, is so insightful. And um, yeah, let's coming back to emotion, how we feel. Uh, this is related to the passion, like the first time idea. It's how we maintain a love for a relationships you know this is more than just a romantic relationship but more like work relationships or relationship with anything like there is a way to maintain it more than just like a, a will like more oh i have to love this person because i love this person you know, there's more than that like you gotta have others aspects you know let's say a dance of push and pull um, that is more like a physical word like you gotta think of like the art of seduction right uh, but underlying that um, dance of push and pull or the art of seduction there is the chemicals in the brain at play the dance of dop dopamine and oxytocin and, and uh, yeah but just focus on dopamine itself uh, that's an area that I know more of is is also like a very important um, I don't know if they call it chemicals or, or ne neuroceptive or something but it's a very important thing that affect how we are motivated to do things and I, recently I learned that how we actually move around and control our hand right but that's pretty wild dopamine has so many roles but anyway I just thought of this idea because, uh, um, yeah, my girlfriend and I went for a date yesterday, and um, 
it 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 was a pretty great experience in the end. Um, a very enjoyable date, and we had a lot of fun. But it didn't really start out that well. Um, you know, we had a long day at work, and my girlfriend, um, she's very noticeable when she's in uh, not a, a good mood. Uh, she's just a little bit down, not a lot of energy. And um, even when we were eating, it's not a lot of energy. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that the things happy the way it happened the way that they did, that, that we went out to a restaurant, a new place that we haven't visited. We have good food. Then we, uh, you know, watch a movie. This movie, Inside Out, really, I think, bring up the mood. Um, we get to tear up and cry a little. Uh, yeah, it's just, and uh, many other small stuff that happen that make us laugh. And yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, relationships, romantic, romantic relationship in general. And I feel like there are ways that the time like yesterday that could have gone wrong in the opposite directions you know if I maybe try like the character joy and inside out you're trying to be joyful all the time they couldn't really relate to my girlfriend to say you know I gotta be a little bit more on a quiet side when you kind of match her energy and then you know so listen to her suggestions she wanted to watch movies instead of uh, maybe reading like we would usually do as our uh, routine routine that we have um yeah i thought of that 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 dance of balance and, and um um i mean i yeah I, that's something that i pay attention to um because sometimes when you get what you wanted all the time you get what you expected it's also not good for the dopamine level Right. Um, yeah, uh, if you guys wanted to dive deep into this kind of topic, then I would recommend uh, listening to Andrew Hooperman. Um, it's, it's kind of packed, uh, a lot of information, but if you have some mental capacity at the time to do it, then um, dedicate it a couple hours, something, listening deep into a topic, and then basically learn a lot in a short amount of time so i mean that's how i've done it i don't listen to this episode often but once in a while there's a topic that is just so intriguing that i listen to the whole episode like dopamine and all these things or sometimes i like actually i like more episode where he uh, just having conversation and touch on various topics instead of diving deep into one yeah, I don't think I ever really finished um, a deep one. Maybe the cannabis. Yeah, I, I <laughs> talking about the cannabis too. Um, yeah, um, it was um, my my opening to say. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I used to be a big fan of cannabis, and uh, yeah, now not anymore uh, with the new information that I've learned. Um, maybe it's gonna be advice that I have down the line instead of alcohol but definitely not something that I would like to do often anymore and um, yeah it's, it's it's not as helpful to the brain you know one would assume that you sleep better with cannabis but apparently not so yeah it's, it's very interesting how things work like that 
and uh, but it kind of makes sense in the overall scheme of things is that um, when you introduce some kind of chemicals even caffeine um, repeatedly to the brain on a, like a routine basis this can be good if it, it like it's still a drug so like, like sugar and all these things um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of rambling a little bit here and there on this topic, but uh, let's say the main idea is passion, like the first time, is more than just a willpower thing. But as I would like to get into the underlying biological reactions, chemical reaction that are happening within our body and um, the easiest way to kind of get an insight into this idea is just to watch the movie um, inside out right to see how the things are at play and it's um it's liberating to think or exciting to think of um, the possibility of um, we're not in total control but we have other insight to improve our own situation. But a little bit scary to think that we yeah, we don't have all the control. Yeah. Can I butcher that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, the gut microbiome as well. This is something relatable. Um, another funny thing is my girlfriend and I started uh, having a similar um, fart smell. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know if we still have any more, but yeah, just recently there was a a day or two where we have similar fart smell, and wonder why. Uh, you know, the microbiome just kind of match. <laughs> Funny to think about. Um, but yeah, let's come back to let's say romantic relationship. Passion like the first time. Uh, this is something that um, I think uh, is very important in terms of a life partner relationships uh, someone who you spend like marriage you know, spend a good long or lifetime together right so it's, it is a a delicate aspects of life to maintain um, of course there's up and downs but generally, it should trend up over time, right? The trend is got to be up. And um, that's what I feel uh, with my current relationships. And, you know, I think that's a very uh, lucky thing to have. Um, but that's not to say that I'm just getting lucky into these positions. I actually being very actively involved in how to maintain it right it's like gardening like you gotta water the plant the the plants uh, yeah call back to that episode uh, watering uh, uh, yeah you gotta look for new places to explore right? to basically reset the dopamine level um, maybe not to falling too much of routine all the time so that it might get boring um, maybe to get a bit of a fault expectation sometime 
<laughs> that's how I think of it. Like sometimes if the date is not going too well, uh, then it's like, ah, that's okay. I mean, as, at least on a chemical level, it's a bit of a reset of expectation. So you don't expect things are good all the time, right? Um, um, I think I, I got that uh, correlation from the casino. You know, when you play the casino, the slot machines, things go like you lose, you lose, and then you win. You win big, and you lose, you lose, and then, you know, the, you win big again. It's not like winning big all the time. But that is how it gets people addicted, right? The dopamine level. So they just stay in the machine and just click the button. It's kind of sad screen to see. Right? But but that's how it is. It's the way they, they designed it to match with your underlying uh, chemicals reactions in your body. Yeah, that's actually another insight, is that the uh, scientists of the big corporations, like food, right, sugars, um, big company, they have insight into this research. And they, they just use that to manipulate people, in a sense. Like, when you don't know about these tactics that they are imposing, in the products that they sell, you're gonna get hooked. You're gonna get influenced, right? So the only way to counteract that is just to have more awareness, more insight into how things work, so that we can be an active player in the game, right? Calling back to that episode, awareness of the game. Anyway, yeah, I think that is a good episode um pretty good idea to say and uh, yeah just get to rambling on on different ideas that i have in my mind recently well i might as well get the last one out uh, this is a similar idea to um, this is a bit of a delicate topic and i wouldn't want to be too bold about this uh, but I think it needs to be mentioned. Uh, it's the the new wave and movement of um, transgender. Um, yeah, recently listened to a podcast about the gender identity clinic in the UK and how it basically behave based on like a religious belief instead of uh, based on reasoning through uh, data and, and actual research uh, or like feedback from the reality in a sense. So as a process, as a result, a good amount of people was impacted negatively by this uh, procedure, right? Transition and then there's no data, no feedback, no evidence that support this uh, transition as a priority, but it's still being carried out and recommended anyway. So, um, but um, I mean, me and my girlfriend and I having kind of exposing opposing view on this, um, and yeah. We have discussion about it. I, I still think 
there are more work to be done, of course. And and th this kind of conversation, the narrative that I'm trying to push is very important for the future of civilization, in a sense. Because imagine if everyone started to get confused, um, you know, whatever chemicals, hormones, imbalance that they have, they and then they just become all transgender and they don't have kids you know there's no reproduction of the species then how would that work for the future right that's, that's a scary scary thought and i asked my girlfriend about this it's like let's say you accept i mean i i accept like um third yeah we call it like a third gender in vietnamese um yeah, people with the different gender than the, the first two. Yeah, we accept them to societies and we respect them as a person. But wouldn't it be better if we understand them more? Um, like understand how people come to be gay or lesbians. And when I mentioned that, my girlfriend just become immediately defensive it's like what are you gonna do after you understand them are you trying to fix them i'm like mm, i don't know but um the process of understanding something is just having more awareness of the game being played right and relating to this idea of um, people being influenced by hormones and chemicals and they're not really the main controller of their own feelings it's a very important to kind of understand what are the factors at play could there be any chemicals and be hormones being unbalanced I mean uh, people measure testosterone's level in men has been decreasing rapidly like 1% a year or something like that and it's pretty crazy how things are decreasing from compared to the historical data that we have up to now. And um, that is why I recently switched out my uh, cup. You know, as it was plastic before, a water cup. Now I switch out to stainless steel. But it's still not perfect. I still have a plastic straw. So I'm kind of looking into that. Uh, uh, you know, there's exposure to other stuff from the environment that we have like the clothes that we wear, the plastic that we drink on, the container that we have, and, and that exposure to plastic and, and other stuff influence in how our body react and pro production of testosterones, right? And the fact that people work out less, uh, they're not as active, testosterone level down, and then, you know, the infertility problems on the rise, People not having able to, to have kids. Um, you know, this is the message that the liver king uh, trying to spread, right? And the diet, diet is shit. It's not nutritious. It's just empty calorie. Um, you know, you gotta eat more liver. <laughs> um, all these things. And how are you so sure that the people who are being confused or just suddenly become gay? wanted to change their gender how would you show sure that this is something that they do out of their own decision right 
yeah, it's, it's actually just relatable. It's yesterday morning, I was uh, stumbled upon uh, Mr. B's crew and then the guy Chris and the crew. Yeah, that drama there. He he he. Yeah, he has like a family, a son, but suddenly, just for the past couple of years, he decided to come out and said to come to his uh, own self, his own version of himself, and and then uh, yeah, he's become a, little, a lot more feminine and, and both in appearance and and yeah, it, it affects his family. And I mean, it's 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 not a good situation to be like criticizing. Right? It's just obviously. Yeah, there's people trying to empathize and there's people trying to say otherwise. And I think I'm just trying to be in the middle ground here and trying to explore, um, yeah, why? Like trying to get an understanding. Why does a, a man who decided to have kids and family decided to separate from his family and then decided to inject chemicals into his body so that he can become feminine and maybe more surgery down the line and to what end, right? Just to feel comfortable in your own body. Uh, that's just the idea that I don't like as much. It's like, there's, there's a line of, 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 yeah, a line to not cross in, in a sense of, like the downside and the upside, the path of suffering and the path of, enjoyment, being comfortable. It's, it's a slippery slope, especially with this transitions uh, procedure, surgery, it's, it's irreversible, right? It's just a very important and it's, life, it's a lifelong impact. You know, like, yeah. The idea of um, Buddhism, right? Life is suffering. So if we were born with a certain thing, then maybe we just have sometimes just have to accept it and live with it instead of having to try to change everything. Of course, change is good to a certain extent, but yeah, yeah. That was coming back to the idea of uh, being. Uh, conservative and being uh, uh, democratic, uh, getting political, um, being liberal and, and uh, conservative, yeah. You know, before I, I think I was on pretty left-leaning on the liberal side, my thinking, um, and I find it hard to understand why would people be conservative, but then um, listen to this podcast episode uh, Joe Rogan with uh, Don Crenshaw. Uh, Don Crenshaw is a conservative uh, political figure. And um, he explained the reason to be conservative is that the foundation of the past, the core principle of, like, let's say, humanity in a sense, is very important. Like the trajectory of where we're going. And I think if we just being like, on the extreme side of liberal and trying to change everything, then, you know, just trying to oppose everything that the previous generation have, then that is a very destructive path for the civilization. But being conservative, 
you be, being able to hold on to some of the good things, right? Um, like the community aspects of like religions, right? Religion have downside and upside. And before I was just only seeing the downside, but now as I age and I mature, I come to realize the upside of religions is just the community aspects, the impact and the principle, right? There's no principle nowadays, like as much anymore, right? Sometimes you gotta be a little bit hard on yourself, be a little bit strict, you gotta seek a little bit discomfort. You can't just get what you want all the time, right? And that's actually coming back to the, do the dopamine too. Like if you get what you want all the time, your dopamine dopamine level will basically diminish, and it's just really a path for more extreme stuff. You keep trying to get extreme stuff just to feel good, get the hit of dopamine like before. And I, yeah, that's I make a tweet yesterday about um, the transgender people as well. Um, well, not transgender people, but the why people would behave that way is that sometimes just makeup and nails to look like a girl is not enough. Right? It just doesn't get enough hits of dopamine anymore. That they would need to do even more, right? Like more trans transition, transformation, just to feel comfortable in your own body. Whereas if we just take the approach of the Buddha, or just approach of the Stoic, sometimes just gotta accept it and then change your attitude, change your perspective. You save a lot of suffering from yourself, physical suffering and mental suffering as well from the people around you, right? Yeah, think about the kid that get influenced by this, and, and yeah. Anyway, I I don't want to get too much and in deep into this, and uh, I mean this is just a train of thoughts, so it's not really a fixed thing that I have, right? It's my chain over time. Um, just I'm just expressing some of the idea that I have and connecting from science and hormones and underlying issues. Uh, reaction that we have in our own body. This is not just like, oh, this is bad, this is good. Right? I'm trying to really connect the dots between dif different areas of life and different aspects of reality. Um, yeah. Yeah, all these experiences that I've learned and then through podcasts and such is, is, is coming back around. I think this is a very cool thing about learning consistently over time. It just you get a lot more example to to compare, and you know history lessons and yeah, think about before, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you're doing well, and see you in another episode, another stream of my consciousness. Bye for now.